Hello, hello, hello. It's your boy, Coach John John here, certified life coach specializing in manifestation coaching through my organization, Beyond Your Horizon, where the mission is to go beyond the place your eyes can see. Yeah, that's right. And on this podcast, I aim to give you inspiration, motivation, all things to get you beyond your perceived limitations so that you can manifest the life you desire. So sit back, relax, and get into this episode like you're getting into this beat. (laughs) Yeah, you feeling that? JJ made it. And if you like what you're hearing, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, rate, do all the things to show us some love. Now, are you ready? I hope you're ready. Let's go beyond our horizon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, good people. I hope this podcast finds you doing well. And if you're not doing well, I hope that by the end of this episode, you're going to be feeling just a little bit better. So on today's episode, I am joined by life coach, Reiki master, podcaster, coach Joshua Warren. Now I came across coach Warren on Twitter. His Twitter handle is coach underscore Warren 06. And that's Warren spelled W-A-R-R-E-N. I heard him talking about healing as like his in his bio, it says the house of heavy healing. And I really wanted to have a conversation with this guy. I didn't know anything about him other than what I saw on Twitter. And I wanted to learn about him and what he does along with all of you. So in this conversation, we are going to get to know who coach Warren is we're going to get to understand why he chose the path of healing and life coaching we're going to learn what a Reiki master is and then we're just going to wrap this thing up to figuring out like our learning how to follow him and where we can get involved in this heavy healing that is desperately needed You know, one of the quotes on his site that caught my eye that said, dreams are seeds planted within us by source. Ignoring them diminishes our purpose of being. Give yourself an incentive to live your deepest dreams. And that is a quote by Joshua Warren, certified life coach, master healer, podcaster, and all the other good things. So sit back, relax, and get into this episode like you're getting into this beat as we talk to Coach Joshua Warren. Yeah.
Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Beyond Your Horizon podcast. And today I am joined with Coach Josh Warren. How are you doing, Josh? I'm great. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Can I call you Josh? Is that okay? Yeah, you can call me Josh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I have a brother. His name is Joshua, but he goes by by, by Josh. But I don't want to just shorten your name if that's not how how you like to be called, right? Yeah, Joshua's formal. That's what my mama called me, you know, but Josh is fine. Everybody call me Josh. Yeah, right. Coach Joshua Warren, life coach, Reiki master. I know we talked about whether whether that was pronounced Reiki or Reiki. Uh, <laughs> Reiki master, podcast host. Uh, did, did, I, did I forget any other title that you have right now? Nope, that's me right now. That's me. <laughs> okay. Oh, husband. I know that's one of them. That. That. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. All right, Josh. I'm looking forward to this conversation with you. Um, I came across your profile on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I was just immediately intrigued by what I I saw. You know, I'm always. Um, intrigued by other life coaches, especially other black men who are in this life coaching space, mm-hmm. um, always want to know like why people choose this this path and just what they're doing to live in their own passions of helping other people um, create the life that they desire for, for themselves or to to heal, as I know that you are the house of healing. Sure, All yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so in this, yeah, in this whole episode, we will, you know, we will get deeper into what it is that, that you do and what led you to life coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get into that, I always start off with a segment called Sip Tea and Spill a Little, where all tea is a negativity because we there's also some positivity out there, too. And I really just want to ask you, what is something that has you smiling right now? Ooh, something that has me smiling. Yeah, um, it brought joy to you. It's brought joy to me. Something that's brought joy to me as of late is really getting back in tune with things that I like to do. Um, Mm. I spent a lot of time in my life focusing on work, um, focusing on my career and building that out and becoming the most successful healthcare professional ever, you know? And I wasn't prioritizing myself. And so taking the time to kind of restructure my career and um, start to focus a little bit more on me and the things that I enjoy has been super positive to me. And so it makes me smile knowing that I get to do what I want to do, how I want to do it. And whenever I need time with myself or if I need time with friends or family, I can give myself that time and space and carve it out without having to be overly consumed. Um, so that's a little bit something okay. that's been giving me some 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 joy. <laughs> right. Okay. So you were a former healthcare professional. Mm-hmm. What did you what did you do in in healthcare? Um, so I have a master's in healthcare administration. So I ran a, um, an assisted living community, um, for about three years. Um, I did that. Um, and it was great. You know, the pandemic kind of burnt me out. Yeah. So I had to take a step back, you know, and give myself a little time. I was focused on caring for the staff, focused on caring for Mm -hmm. all the residents and their families, but I wasn't really giving a lot of time to myself and my family my needs, you know, and so I had to take a step away 
you know, just kind of recuperate, get my life together, and then jump back in sometime in the future, maybe. Right. <laughs> oh, man. I, I can only imagine working in the healthcare, especially in assisted living during the pandemic, mm-hmm. that that had to be like, oh, wow. I can I can even uh, imagine what you had to go through there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Like, because I know you had to take care of your of the of the residents there you know family couldn't come and see them and mm-hmm. and everything i'm sure that was a very trying time for you right like it was. was that stressful to have to and you and you were managing that yes yes i was managing yeah. everything you know we were in like right at the the time of the start of the pandemic um we were at like 100% census and we stayed that all the way through maybe until I want to say about March of 2021, um, mm-hmm. we were 100% census, and then everything just kind of started to drop. Everybody was dropping like flies, um, oh, and it became difficult, you know, to to get business because everybody was scared. You know, everybody was scared yeah. to leave the home in general. So it kind of made it really stressful for her us to do our jobs because you know we we're trying to bring in more business and get people added to the wait list and all this good stuff and everybody was afraid so it made it really tough um, to do the job and then you know having to work overtime in order to get more people interested it it, it was yeah. just a lot i can only imagine that man i can really uh i cannot even think about when i think about the pandemic and i think about especially those who worked within healthcare on on the front lines mm-hmm. um i know that that was a very stressful time probably a, a scary time too Mm-hmm. Um, this never happened before in 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 our in our history. And even though you're in, in assisted living, I know that you are. I don't want to say used to it, but you know that people are transitioning and are are expiring, as I heard one CNA call it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, but now that number is like increasingly more, and due to the the COVID virus. Mm-hmm. Oh, my hats off to you and to anybody else who is out there in that that field currently or especially if you were dealing with that during the the pandemic so thank you for thank you for your service i mean we say we say that to to military people all the time but i do believe that our frontline workers who has bared the the brunt of this pandemic we definitely thank you for your service taking care of our loved ones and those who cannot take care of themselves when yeah and so you transition out of that and you say that now you're doing some things that really bring you joy and that's what's making you smile now so what are some of those things that that are currently bringing you you joy yoga to do yoga okay oh i saw you yeah Uh, i I love i love doing yoga um i wanted i kept saying that i wanted to get into it and i i never gave myself the time you know because after doing that you know, and jumping into uh, the rest of the day, you, you're tired. You know, you've given all of your energy away. Yeah. And then you get home and you're like, well, I'm going to do yoga. And then next thing you know, it's time to get into bed. So <laughs> when do I have time to, to do it? You yeah. know, so doing yoga yeah. um, really makes me feel good and brings me joy. Um, meditating, you know, just mm-hmm. spending time with um, God and the universe and just, you know, talking to um to, to God and, and really getting a clear understanding of what he's trying to tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been helping me and making me feel really, really good. Um, 
in singing. I, I love to sing. Okay. Um, everybody always says I should like do it professionally, but I would need to go and get a vocal coach and train and all this because I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. So <laughs> I'm like, eh, I don't know about all that. But, you know, I like to do it just for fun. I like to do it and just kind of express myself, let a lot of energy out that may be trapped inside. Um, mm -hmm. It's a good transference of energy. So I like to make my little joyful noise. All right. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. That's Bible. That, that is it? Bible. Did you uh, <laughs> did you sing in in church? I mean, most you know, I'm not not trying to typecast, but most black people sing song in church, and it's where yeah. it started from. Is That's that where story? it started. I was okay. in a choir. Um, I never sang lead or anything. I didn't let myself get that deep in the game, but okay. <laughs> I did start in a choir, and you know, um, I just kind of did it all throughout my life. You know, even when I was a kid, my mama would always be like, "You need to go, and you need to do this and do that," and I'm like. Nah, girl, this is for fun, baby. I don't want to, you know, I ain't trying to do too much. I just want to okay. do just enough, you know. It, it makes me feel good, and I didn't want to put too much pressure on myself. Because, like I said, I'm a perfectionist, and I ain't trying to mm -hmm. ain't trying to end up in that headspace like a, a lot of singers that, that we know. So I just I want to do it for fun and just use my gift to just share it, you know, with people that I come in contact with, you know, and whatnot. Beautiful. What's your sign? My sign? I'm a cancer. Cancer, okay, mm -hmm. okay. I thought you were going to say Virgo. Every time I hear the word perfectionist, I'm definitely thinking, oh, uh oh, there's there's another mm -hmm. another Virgo. Mm -hmm. We don't do anything half half stepping. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, okay. So do do you find do you think that you will eventually record, or is that is that is that actually a a goal you want to record? Okay, it is. It's a goal of mine. I I said when I moved up to the Chicago area that I was going to do that. Um, but again, being a workaholic, I just didn't yeah. give myself the chance to do it. So now that I have a little bit more free time, I can start to really prioritize the things that I want to do. And that's one of the things on the list. So we, we'll see what it does. Thank you. All right. Well, I look forward to that. I look forward to hearing you do that. Um, you know, what genre you you want to sing in? I don't, honestly. Um, I always sing um, R&B. But... Um, ever since my voice started to mature, um, I have a, a kind of a more of a soul sounding voice mm. at this point. Um, and so I'm still trying to find that sound um, that I really want to gravitate towards. Um, but it will probably be somewhere at the intersections between R&B and soul. Okay. All right. Well, looking forward to it. Y'all be on the lookout for <laughs> Coach Josh. He's going to drop that that album out. Not only is he doing the life coaching and the healing, he's going to heal us with his voice as well. Looking forward to that. And then this this yoga. So are you going to an actual yoga studio? Are you doing this on online? What are you doing? How, how are you getting into that? Mm -hmm. So um, there's this um, YouTuber by the name of Yoga with Adrian, or her name is Adrian, okay. but her channel is Yoga with Adrian. Okay. And um, I actually heard about it on the Friends on podcast like a few mm. years back. And I went and I made this huge playlist of all these beginners <laughs> yoga mm -hmm. classes that she gave. Mm -hmm. And I, um, but I never did them. So okay. I finally decided to jump in and start doing those classes. And ever since then, I've kind of just kind of created my own little routine that I do. Um, so anytime I feel stiffness in my body, I just kind of focus on the, that specific area. Um, within the day and I give give time to that and just show love and appreciation um, through the stretching throwing some music you know wear something comfortable and just like appreciate that time um, and appreciate my body 
I love that you say you're, you 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 kind of freestyle your own your own practice where mm-hmm. you feel that there is need to be released at. I I like that. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that. I know um, I do the same the same thing. I, I definitely I used um, the Down Dog app. I, that's where I started. Um, mm-hmm. Well, no, I think when I I actually started yoga within the gym. Mm-hmm. And then I transitioned away from from the gym using the Down Dog app. Um, they were giving out like free free yoga um, lessons during the the uh, pan the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was doing that, and now I'm using um, Apple Fitness for their yoga, and it is definitely a great ex experience. But at the same time, it's also good just to be able to listen to your body and know that, oh, oh, I'm stiff in this area. I need to do a good old down, good old down dog, a good old, just, you know, rag, a good rag doll or one of my favorite positions, happy baby. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love the happy baby. <laughs> so yeah, I love that. And um, so, yeah, so I totally get that. Or the pigeon. I love, I love the pigeon too, but I do, I do yeah. the pigeon when I'm trying to show off. Look at you. Um, how flexible <laughs> I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do the pigeon. <laughs> I can. That was my niece. I... She saw one of my videos and she was like, okay, you flexible. I'm like, you got to know your uncle is out here. Come on. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I have this whole theory behind it as I'm getting older. I mean, I'll be 38 this this year. So mm-hmm. um, I have this whole theory behind it. Like, you know, I, I just don't want to be a stiff old man. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember seeing the stiff old men growing up, you know, mm-hmm. walking over, hunched, hunched over, looking very yeah. st- right, you yeah, know, they could barely can. bend over or grunting. I said, like, I do not want to become that. And yeah, so right. I don't know if it's going to work or not, but I'm hoping that if I just do a little more yoga, stretch more, that mm-hmm. I'll be able to to manifest a body that will, you know, be able to do that when I'm older, too. Because, I, you know, um, social media shows us a lot of examples of people who are yeah. in their 60s, 70s, 80s even that are out there and still flexible and, and things. So. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I love that you are, um, again, focusing on the things that bring you joy, the things that you really like to do and that you're able to focus on that too. That's a blessing. Cause not, not everybody is able to just, you know, focus on the things that really bring them them joy. So right. that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I heard you say that you're out in out in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So you is that where where you're from? <laughs> no. I am from, from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're out there from uh ain't that where um I know you like mentioned the Reed uh, what's her name? Crystal. From- yeah, Crystal. You yeah, okay? That's where yeah. she's from, right? Tulsa. Yeah, we went okay. to the same high school. I think she uh, she went a few years before I did, but yeah, we went to the same high school, Booker T. Washington. Okay, all yeah. right. And how long you been in Chicago? Um, so okay, I'm in the Chicago land area. I don't live in Chicago. Let me be clear, because okay. you know the girls. You know, yeah. I, I live in the Chicago land area. Um, but I've been here for about sixty years now. Okay. Yeah, about six years. Yeah. You like it? I do. The only thing I don't like about it is the cold. It's cold for like three fourths of the year. Like I'm like, okay, I need a little bit more heat. You know, I'm from mm-hmm. where it's spicy. You know, I need some spice right. in my life. You know, and, and and Chicago got that cold. You know, and I ain't used to that. But beyond that, everybody's been cool. You know, um, black businesses are booming around here. Mm-hmm. Everybody's supportive, um, and I really appreciate that. Everybody is go getters out here. You know, Good. so yeah, I like it. Good to hear that. So, what brought you there? Was it your 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 husband? Is he from there, or 
Yeah, it was him. Also, he was the one. Oh, okay. Yeah. He made you relocate. I mean, because I was looking to get out of my hometown anyway. You know, I just mm-hmm. wanted out of Oklahoma because even though um, there's a lot of opportunity there, there's not a lot yet. You know what I mean? There's not as much as you would want, say, for instance, if you went to a bigger city. You know, mm-hmm. so um, I wanted that experience, that that city life experience. Um and then I came here and I was like, okay, well, let me find somewhere to send the suburbs because <laughs> I don't want to be in the hustle and bustle all the time. You know, I want to be able to retreat, have a little retreat. Um, so I found um, a spot in the suburbs and I've been here ever since. Um, okay. But yeah. Um, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. So do you think Chicago is going to be home for you or you think you're going to? It'll be one miss- of them. One of the, oh, all right. I love the way you talk. One of the homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Is Atlanta in 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 view as a place? You know what? That's really funny that you say that because yeah. that is one of the spots that me and my husband were talking about was yeah. Atlanta. So we're gonna see. We're gonna see what it gives. Okay. Okay. All right. See <laughs> what it it gives. It definitely will be a place where you can come and avoid that that cold you know mm-hmm. we, we don't we don't deal with that kind of winter here yes. we don't we don't you know you may get a few little snowflakes and things a little, little, little ice here and there whatnot mm-hmm. will snap but then we we're, we're right back we're like right 76 a day yeah we're like yeah so it's very very warm here so okay yeah. cool things cool things all right what we're gonna do we're gonna take a little break and before we get into the 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 meat of this conversation is we're gonna learn like first off like how you got involved in coaching how did you know this was your your path and then get into your current practice as well like what do you do all right so we're gonna take all a break right. and we'll come right back Right, all right. We are back. We are back, and I'm still here with Joshua Warren, life coach, Reiki master, all of the above, all the nice things. Um, CEO of uh, the Dream Incentive, right? Is that the name of your organization? Correct. Yeah. Oh, and shout okay. out to you for knowing it's the incentive. Most people say initiative, and I'm like, no, it's not the initiative. <laughs> Well, most people can't read because it, it no. definitely says incentive. Period. <laughs> okay. Right. We're not going to make that word say what we wanted to say when it says right? incentive. That's what it says. <laughs> All right. All right. So walk us through the journey you took to decide that this is what you this is what you were here for, that you wanted mm-hmm. to be a, the healer that you are. So um, I've actually always kind of been the healer. Um I would like to say that I'm like the glue in my family. Um, I've always been, even though I'm the youngest um, in my immediate family, I've always been the one that everybody comes to for support, Um, which before, you know, when I was younger, kind of bugged me out because I'm like, well, why are y'all coming to me? I'm the youngest one. I haven't been through nothing. Y'all know, y'all know what I've been through, you know? So why are y'all coming to me with all of this and, and, I'm an empath, so like it. Anytime anybody brought me like drama or or trouble or anything, like I took that on as my own, you know. Right. And um, so it kind of got me to the point to where I would think about all the different perspectives, all the different outcomes and possibilities, um, and I just started listing them out. And mm-hmm. so I recognized that that 
what's happening not only in my familial relationships, but in my friendships. Um, anytime I went to a job or got a new job and started working with folks, they would start kind of gravitating to me and talking to me about things that they were going through, asking for advice um, and, and my perspective on things. And um, I, it just kind of evolved from there. You know, mm-hmm. I realized at after a point that this is a gift of mine that I have, you know, um, because a lot of people don't feel comfortable talking to folks, you mm-hmm. know, especially people that they like are just getting to know um, mm-hmm. it, on certain levels. And for people to be comfortable enough to talk to me about like these intimate subjects, um, it's got to be some type of call in there, you know. Right. And so I just listened to God and decided to jump right on in and, and figure out, well, what can I do with this? Because at first I was interested in doing psychology, you know, and becoming mm-hmm. a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, ooh, I don't know if I want to get that deep into things, you know, and, and go into that extreme um, place. Um, so let me start with coaching. You know, I, I learned about life coaching and, and kind of what it was and when um, I, I actually spoke with a frat brother of mine and he was telling me a little bit about the program that he did and what it entails and whatnot. And, and when he described life coaching to me, I was like, oh, my God, that sounds like me. That sounds like what I do right. uh, for people. And, and it just made me really excited about it. And so um, I started looking around at different programs and. I came across uh, one called the Life Purpose Institute. It's in San Diego, California. They were launching a um, virtual class at the time. And I was like, okay, this is my opportunity. Let me go ahead and jump on this. And um, it just was the perfect situation. It was the perfect situation. Um, The class was great. You know, it taught me all of the things that I really needed to know, like how to formulate a session, how not to necessarily tell people what to do, but listen to them and guide them towards making their own decisions, (laughs) you know, um, and and whatnot, which is really what I needed to to hear. And then Mm -hmm. the main thing was like not getting it too, too more invested in the healing than they are. That's Mm -hmm. the key, you know, it's not getting too, too invested in the, in the healing process. Um, and so that's kind of what brought me to it and, and how I started, um, you know, my, my, my healing process was very unique and I wanted to find a way to share my healing process or the process that I, I went through, you know, um, as far as my healing is concerned with other people and, and just be a support um, for them to let them know that you don't have to do it alone. Um, I did a lot of my healing on my own uh, without very much support. And I know what it feels like to, to go through those difficult times when you're by yourself and you're beating yourself up and you're all in your head and trying to still go through the motions and, and whatnot. So I wanted to be that support for other people. And so that's what kind of brought me into the fold, if you will. Okay. Are you able to tell us like more of like your, your, your process that you underwent for your own healing? Yeah. So it was really undoing a lot of what I had learned growing mm-hmm. up. Um, whew, a lot of um, undoing like the lessons that I learned, you know, from religion. Um, it, I, I was one, a part of a family that was very, very, very active in the church. And I realized 
growing up that, you know, religion just wasn't the best fit for me. Um, I love God with all my heart, you know, but the it's the systematic, you know, rules and the image that, that I never really gravitated towards um, because I felt like it was trying to make me something that I'm not. And it was saying that in order for me to be, um, be loved by God, that I had to change who I was, you know, and that wasn't, to me, that wasn't the way when, you know, the Bible says to come as you are, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so I wanted to find a way to, to, you know, blaze the path, you know, create a path, create a situation that I can find, I could build a relationship with God and I could undo all of the things that stifled who I am as a person, you know? And so, um, I started to do my research in different things. You know, um, I knew I did not really want to go into another organized religion um, Mm -hmm. because um, I took a class in college called Religions of Mankind. And the one thing that I recognized when when taking that class was that all the religions are basically the same. You know, they, Mm -hmm. they have the same principles, the same philosophies. It's just the rules that are different. You know, um, and and so I didn't want to go through that avenue. So I wanted to, uh, I started to research different other, different options, you know, to just kind of start creating my own path, my own walk. And so I started learning about, you know, meditation and manifestation and, um, you know, uh, really building out all the different parts of your life instead of just focusing on one overarching thing because, um, you know, growing up, I thought that religion could fix anything. <laughs> I thought if I prayed hard enough, then anything yeah. would get fixed, mm-hmm. you know? And it's yeah. like, you have to have action as well. You have to do your part. You know, you have to know what's wrong in order for you to be able to get it fixed, you know? And so I started to really dive deep into myself, deep into what it is that I wanted out of life versus what I was told to want out of life. You know, mm-hmm. and, and so I really wanted to undo this image that I felt like I had to live in order to be loved by people and in order to be loved by God. And I listened to God's voice and what God told me was to move when he said move and to show up the way that I'm supposed to show up. And and that just kind of started the whole process. And it's been difficult i'll say Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it's been rewarding it's been very very rewarding wow wow you know it is something how common that that trauma is to a lot of us Um, especially i know people of of color black black people especially Mm -hmm. um there are so many people that i have heard myself included who have had to go through a lot of that trauma that was brought upon by by their time in in the church and with and with religion um, mm-hmm. and having to go through that process of de deprogramming as because exactly what it is you know churches mm-hmm. uh, our religion in itself can be a way of of programming us to think a certain way to be a certain way. Um, I was just talking to a friend of mine who I don't know if you heard about the scandal going on with the. Um, the pastor um, Dawkins. Um, it's a, a man that's got that's gotten caught up in a, a sex tape with him with 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 yeah yeah him uh, with yeah. another man mm-hmm. yeah him and yeah. Um, yeah and so you know and and he was just so he was so 
amazed. My friend was amazed by how his congregation has been responding. Like, mm -hmm. oh, that ain't my pastor. That ain't him and blah, 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 blah. And just so totally denying everything. And when I had to tell him, I was like, well, because, you know, the church itself is sometimes used as a a deprogramming or I mean a whole programming system that these people go here just to be told what to believe and what to think and how to be how to be and mm -hmm. so they're not going to easily accept that the person they've been coming to to receive this type of programming is now is living a a double life mm -hmm. um and so um when people break free from from the church or are recognize that a lot of their trauma is is originating from this religion it does take a while it takes some serious work to 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 move away from that and to truly find the voice of god which you say you you have and you find that within within meditation mm -hmm. um you know i had my own similar experience um coming out and i i when i came out as gay I, I hated God. I hated mm -hmm. him because of, you know, what the church had told me that uh, told me about him and what he wanted me to be. And mm -hmm. I hated him. And, and in prayer, as I was lashing out, um, mm -hmm. I heard God tell me like, I ain't told you any of that. Like, I, I ain't said that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> everything that, everything that you're coming at, at me with, like, I ain't said any of that. Who said who said that? Who exactly? Exactly. And um, so I totally understand that. And this is not a bash on on church or or re religion, but I do believe that it's important to hear God's voice for yourself and find that that love. And you can and then you can actually go back into those those places once you know them. Once you know them for yourself, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to know them for yourself first. And it is amazing that it is amazing that a lot of that that freedom does come from sometimes um, Western Western philosophies. Um, was it, no, Western, Eastern, Eastern, Western, Eastern, yeah. Eastern philosophy. You know what I'm trying mm -hmm. to say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I because um, I um, I chanted for a while. I did um, Buddhism. Nam yo kyo and meditation and whatnot. And that was a tool that I use for my own de deprogramming and learning God in a different way. So um totally get it. Totally get it. All right. Well, thank you for sharing with us your own process of healing. Um so how have you been able to, I guess, incorporate your healing and your process into your your coaching practice? Um, so I use a lot of the methods that, um, were helpful to me in my mm -hmm. coaching program. Um, so I tend to gravitate to an audience that is more spiritual. Um, mm -hmm. not saying that I, I don't accept clients that are, you know, um, participants of other, of religions. Um, it just, I, I gravitate more to spiritual individuals. Um, who have their own relationship with God because mm -hmm. it's just kind of a very different thinking. It's a diff it's a mindset thing, you know. Um, when an individual knows themselves and they know their voice versus God's voice, it makes it a lot easier for you to come mm -hmm. to them, you know. Because I think um, when it comes to helping other people, um, there's so many philosophies and thoughts and beliefs that are out there that people use as blocks 
you know, that keep them from actually making change. And so when it's a person that is aware of their voice and what their triggers are and things of that nature, it, it's easier for you to show them different perspectives without them thinking that you're trying to tell them who to be or what to do and, and things like yeah. that. Um, and so I gravitate more to um, those spiritual individuals who understand who they are, you know, and understand what it means to uh, have a relationship with God and be one with the universe, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and so I incorporate a lot of those similar practices into my coaching program, because until you are able to sit within yourself and be comfortable within yourself, first of all, and um, be able to understand what is your voice and what are the beliefs that you have been programmed to, um, to, to hold versus what is God trying to tell you right now? You know, when you're able to identify the two, then it, we can we can work with that. You know, we're mm -hmm. able to do some mm -hmm. things, you know. Um, and so I, I, I be, I'm, I'm sure to communicate that to all of my clients, you know, is it's going to take it's going to be a process. It's going to take some practice for you to get used to that, um, because most of the time when I'm working with my clients and I tell them, hey, have you meditated? They're like, no, I can't cut my mind off. And I'm like, you're mm -hmm. not, not supposed to cut your mind off. You're just supposed to let your thoughts come and go. And yeah. instead of focusing on all of the things that stress you out, worry you out, you have to do all the mm -hmm. all this this noise inside of your mind, you know, it, it's it pays to continue the practice so you can learn how to listen. listen because when yeah. you learn how to listen, then you can learn how to react. You can learn how to respond instead of react, shall I say, respond. You know, so mm -hmm. and then you just kind of create your plan and then execute. It becomes that simple, you know. It's just it starting with hearing yourself, getting to know yourself, hearing God, knowing what God is trying to tell you to do in the moment, what lesson you're supposed to learn right now so you can then transition into the next level, create your plan of action, and then execute. And then I'm going to mm. support you every step of the way. That's it. That's it. Yes, yes. I wish um, Will Smith would have taken your your, your Ooh, advice and maybe, I know, right? Right. <laughs> instead of instead of instead of reacting and um, and actually listened and <laughs> to respond. Facts. Yes. Facts. Facts. Because yeah, because that's but that is a great um, example of mm -hmm. of what of what happens when we choose to react instead yes. of being in the moments that are uncomfortable or triggering. And mm -hmm. learning how to just sit in them and meditate and wait, you know, and and then hear like, what is the lesson that I need yeah. to learn in this moment, and and what is the best way, the highest way to to respond in mm -hmm. that? Wow. Mm -hmm. All right. So, like, take us through. Uh, well, explain to us the the, the Reiki healing because this is something this is a term that I've, I've heard often i've seen mm -hmm. it in tv shows um you know <laughs> and whatnot but i do yeah. not quite understand what is that so reiki is a form of energy healing um mm -hmm. a lot of people think that you as the practitioner um are using your energy to heal a person um and that's not the case you're using universal energy so you're using the energy that comes from from god the energy that comes from source and you're you're feeling the energy of the person that you're working on and you're really trying to focus on whether or not their energy centers are balanced or not 
So if you put your hands on a person's um, energy centers or their chakras, you can feel if it is weak, you know, if Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of energy running through that area, you can feel if it's too much energy running through that area, or you can feel if it's like really good and balanced, you know, Um, and you you're using your intuition to do that. So your Mm. intuition tells you. Um, a lot more than what we really realize. You know how you can walk into a room and if it's a person that got an attitude, it just feels off and you know it. Yeah. You know, it's that same type of energy. You're using that same type of energy to 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 read what a person is going through. You know, and then based upon the particular center, it helps you to determine, okay, well, I know if this particular chakra is weak, then you're probably exhibiting this behavior, this behavior, this behavior. So are you dealing with these things? You know, and I always ask a question because I don't want to freak people out because people be like, how do you know? Oh, my God. It's like, uh, well, it's just it based upon the particular chakra that I'm working on. If I can feel that it's weak, well, then I can tell that it manifests in this particular area, you know, so. Are you having issues with this? Yes. And then they start talking about it and, and going into detail um, if they're comfortable going into detail. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's just, you know, kind of balancing out that energy, making sure that it is um, balanced so you're not overreacting or underreacting in some cases. Um, like, for instance, um, I, when I started, I had to do a lot of Reiki work on my heart chakra and on my throat chakra um, mm-hmm. because I really didn't trust my voice. I really didn't um, trust people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a whole different journey that I had to take in order to learn how to trust myself and trust my own own voice, which is kind of why I started my podcast um, and, and whatnot so I can start getting comfortable with my own voice and, and trusting that it mm-hmm. matters. It's valuable, okay. you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And then healing that heart chakra. So learning how to love myself, learning how to love other people and trust them. um, Because I I went through a lot of like betrayal, a lot of uh, um, abandonment in my past, you know, and so I needed to heal from that. And so learning what each chakra does and, and what it feels like and how you start to behave when those chakras are out of whack, it helps you to understand exactly what needs to be done for that particular person. And so um, it, it's a really a really cool adventure, I like to say, yeah, um, yeah. to go on just to learn Reiki and um, what it does and, and the benefits that it has okay. for everybody who uses it. Yeah, so for those who are listening who may not have who may not know what what chakras are, can mm-hmm. you um, give like a a simple definition of of what of what chakras are? Yeah, so a chakra is basically just an energy center that runs within your body. So we mm-hmm. have chakras that run all throughout our body. So we have seven main chakras that run from the base of our spine all mm-hmm. the way up to the crown of our head. Those right. are our main chakras. So those are typically the chakras that you get work on when you go see a Reiki healer. Um, Now, we also have minor chakras that are like in our ears and in our shoulders and, you know, forearms and all different places throughout our body. Um, Mm. And they have different um, different um, things that they kind of deal with as well. You know, Mm. but the seven main chakras, um, they run, like I said, from the spot, the base of the spine all the way up to the crown. And um, there's even a few chakras that run above the body um, that kind of connect you with your higher self. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, but they're just energy sources. It, it's a, mm-hmm. it's what we use to have our sixth sense, our sixth right. sense. So like, um, really, if you're out of whack, your intuition's off. Um, and so when people really go into situations um, and don't really think too much into it, like they don't really review, is this going to be good for me or not? If they don't have that, then you're probably out of balance. You know, and so um, a sh- chakras just kind of help you to navigate the world around you, you know, mm. a little bit better. Okay, yeah, because I know I'm familiar with like the root chakra, heart chakra, mm-hmm. throat chakra, mm-hmm. um, all of that. I know there are more, um, mm-hmm. and, and that's the first time hearing about those those outer chakras. Because I mean, we always see that that chakra alignment from the head to to the root. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never heard of, of the chakras that are the minor chakras that are, are outside of that, which makes sense that there there mm-hmm. would be. And you said that, you know, with your training and what you do, you're able to pick up on where a person might be blocked at. How mm-hmm. how how does that are you able to even um, describe how that feels when you're when when you sense that someone's chakra is 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 blocked? Mm-hmm. So um, it kind of feels OK, so. It's really like a heat source. Um, It it kind that's the best way to kind of describe it. It's like a heat Mm -hmm. source. So you know how like when you put your hand over like a a warm vent, you can kind of feel the air blowing. Mm. It's kind of like that. So a a normal chakra, you know, it feels really balanced. The energy feels balanced. If it makes you feel good when you touch it, Um, and I'm I'm clairsentient, so I'm Mm. a feeler of energy. Um, There's four different types of. of intuition. There's um, clairaudience, clairvoyance, um, clairsentient, and then there's another one I can't ever remember. Um, but I, I can feel it. And so like whenever I put my hand, I before, like when I first started, I wouldn't touch the people because I, I don't know, it was that trust thing. You know, I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. know what your energy is going to do, you know. Right. But um, then I learned about different filters that you can do, uh, you can add to your energy so that your energy can't be transferred. Um, because a lot of people think that there's a transference of energy when you do Reiki work. And if you have a good practitioner, it won't be a transference of energy. You know, um, it's just that release of energy from the per- the person receiving the Reiki and it goes up into nothingness, you know, um, but it kind of feels like a, a vent that, um, like a warm air is coming out of, um, and you know, the chakras run in different directions. So you can just kind of tell based upon, um, what what it feels like once you put your hand over it. If it's too weak, if it's not um, any movement at all, then that's really scary. And it takes a little bit longer for um, that healing to take place. You have to do multiple sessions to start opening that up. Um, but yeah, it kind of it just feels like like that, like like a like a vent, if you okay. will. Do you use a um, pendulum? I think I've seen most people like oh, like on on TV anyway. They're doing a little pendulum, swinging it from side from side to side to see if there's a block. Or for you, does it, it work better with you sensing the the energy yourself with your hand? Yeah, it works right. better for me with the hands. Um, it's funny because I just started doing Reiki at a spa um, in the oh, area, nice. and she asked, she was like, "Do you use? A, do you need a pendulum? I have a pendulum." I was like, yeah. "No, <laughs> I need a pendulum, girl." Like I am the. I am the pendulum. And that's am, right. You know, that's right. That's right. I don't need a device. I'm connected. Right. When you really connect it, when you really connect it, you don't really need nothing extra because mm. you you are the vessel. You're the vessel, I and God know. is running through you. 
Mm. You know, all this energy is just God. So, like, it's running through you. So you should be able to do this with your own, your own work, your own vessel. You know, and if yeah. you if you can't, if you need something else, then I, I mean, I ain't gonna knock you. You know, right? We're not gonna knock you. Be, right? Exactly. You know, exactly. Nah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I totally, I, I, I totally get that. I totally get that. But I totally get that. You know, if you do, if you are using a a, a tool, um, mm-hmm. I know I have a friend that you know she she kind of speaks the same way when it re, in regards to to um to tarot reading. She uses mm-hmm. or she uses oracle cards, but she definitely cards. tells oracle cards are her tools, you yes. know. But she can definitely pick up on on like intuition, just walking around and talking to some someone. But that mm-hmm. she gets more clarity when she is able to use a card. Um, yes. So I'm not knocking it. Yeah, I'm not knocking anyone who has to use that. But I think it's beautiful that you are able to be to be the pendulum and um, yeah. you're yourself and to walk in, in into that. So so when a person comes to you and you're a and you and you see that there is a is a blockage what is that what is that session like to to relieve that 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 blockage um so i focus on just kind of calming the energy in that moment mm-hmm. you know um i want to balance it out to make sure that you feel calm because most of the time when especially like the first few times that you get reeky um you probably are stressed out overwhelmed you know doing a lot mentally um and emotionally and so i will calm that energy down for you just kind of um depending on what area it is that we're working on i might infuse it with a particular um thing that you might need so if you need clarity Mm -hmm. um or if you need support or if you need uh, a particular type of healing then i'll infuse that area um with with that particular thing um, and then I'll even, depending on if I, if I know that I won't be able to see you for a while, you know, then I'll just set up a loop so that you can receive that same healing at a particular oh, wow. time and date, um, like throughout the next few weeks. So like I could do it like every Tuesday, Thursday at four o'clock for the next three weeks, you know, and then just make it gentle and safe in an alignment with your highest possible good. You know, nice. um, there's just different things that you can do based upon the particular person's need, um, especially if they can't get to you um, for another session for a while. Nice. Nice. All right. I like how you laid that that out there. All mm-hmm. right. Well, cool. All right. We're going to take another short, short break. Um, when we come back, I want to really get into one, the dream incentive, telling you know people what that organization is and also where they can find you and any um, upcoming projects you might have going on as well. So we'll be right back. All right. I hope you are enjoying this episode, this conversation that I'm having with Coach Joshua Warren. If you would like to be a guest on the Beyond Your Horizon podcast, get at me. The best way is to follow me on Instagram at go underscore beyond your horizon and slide in those DMs. Yeah, let me know that you would like to come on as a guest on this podcast. I really enjoy providing a platform for people who are doing things such as life coaching or certain creative things to to spotlight to spotlight areas in our lives where we all need to grow and we need to heal or maybe there's just a business that you have that you want to put a spotlight on something that can help our community as a whole 
So, hey, if you like what you're hearing, come be a part of it. All right, let's get back into this episode. Bye-bye for now. All right, and we are back. Well, my camera got blurry, but anyhow, <laughs> but anywho, all right, I am back and I am still with um, Joshua Warren here. You know, he just walked us through um, a little bit of his history of how he got into life, life coaching, um, even even told us about like Reiki healing and chakras and how he's able to detect when his clients have blockages and how he's able to work with them to to get rid of those those blockages through his sessions and whatnot and just um, amazing work that he's doing. Um, and now we want to jump into learning more about this organization, the Dream Incentive. Tell us the, about the, the name first. Why? How did you how did you come up with that? Um, you know what? That is a really a good question. It okay, always, okay. It, it, it's just always kind of been with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew at a very young age that I was going to start a business um, because um, my f- grandfather mm-hmm. owned his own business. He owned Farley's Cleaners in Tulsa, Oklahoma um, on Bl- Black Wall Street, to be um, exact. And okay. so I, oh, yeah. okay. knowing okay. that, I always knew that I myself wanted to have a business as well, but I kind of wanted to extend the reach a little bit further than just Tulsa. You know, okay. and so I was like, okay, well, what do I want to do? What fits me? What service or product can I provide? And it took a long time for me to really figure out what that was going to look like um, because I had to figure myself out first, mm-hmm. you know. And But the one thing that I knew I wanted to include in it and in the name was dream because I knew that I had a dream. And because I have a dream and I know that everybody else has their own particular dream, I'm like, okay. I have to use some, I have to do something with the word dream, you know, and then the initiative kind of came, or uh, the incentive kind of came. See, there you go. Because, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, the incentive kind of came because it it's like, okay, well, what is going to give you the incentive to actually live your dream? You okay. know, because a lot of us talk about our dreams and what we want to do. You know, we think about, okay, well, how? You know, I want to do this, 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 and this, but we don't actually take the time to research the steps and Mm. follow the steps through to completion. We think that we can find shortcuts and we can get somebody to do it for us. We can pay somebody to do it for us, which is things that we can, you know, pay to get people to do. But for the most part, you need to study to find yourself approved, you know, so what's going to give you the incentive to live your deepest dreams? You know, and so that's kind of the philosophy behind the organization and why I named it the Dream Incentive. Okay. All right. And so what do you do at the Dream in Incentive? I know you say, so I said that you just, this is when you partner with your, your clients to help them manifest their, their dream, which is life, life coaching pretty much, pretty much mm-hmm. you're saying that, you know, helping them to devise their, their plan, actionable plan, smart goals, as we say in, in, in mm-hmm. coaching, um, to manifest their, their, their dreams, right? That's what yeah. you do. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And yeah. I am Dream Incentive. The website is the dreamincentive.org. Dot com. Com. Dot mm-hmm. com. The dreamincentive.com. Mm-hmm. And so, 
Okay, all right. We about money. We legit. We are legit, which, which is okay. You know, you have to sew into it. You have to make a. You know, you have to sew into your life, into your own, your own visions and things. So that is that is amazing. So that is where. So if someone wanted to partner with with you for coaching, um, that's where they would go. The Dream Incentive dot com. Yes, the Dream Incentive dot com. And that is for the um, Reiki healing, energy working as well. Everything is out of the Dream Incentive. Everything is out of the Dream Incentive. So you can just oh. go to my booking page um, and all of my services are li- listed there. Um, I-, I know I need to put it on my homepage as well. Um, I'm working on that. I'll be adding that. <laughs> um, but it's on my booking page. All of my services are listed there. Um, and stay tuned for that store because uh, okay. I have a few products that I'm working on too. Oh, nice! Do you have a have a have a little sneak peek of what's going to be in in the store? Well, I can tell you, I have okay. been working on um some. There, there's a body butter that I know that I want to include oh, on the store, um, and it's going to be a lot of different reiki infused um, products. So, um, like uh, a lot of creams, oils, um, maybe even some aroma. Um, incense and things like that that are infused with reiki so that when you burn them you get a calming energy or you get a wave of Mm. um satisfaction different things like that um so that's to start and then we'll kind of go from there i love it i totally totally love it i'm a person i'm all about candles and and incense Mm -hmm. um (laughs) i've learned like for myself personally i've learned that i need rituals to get myself through the day um and i mean Yeah, I need I need rituals. So I have like a candle that I burn when I'm in when I'm in the um, the uh, shower getting ready. Mm-hmm. Um, I have candles at my desk while I'm working. I'm lighting candles and burning incense. I have like, candles that I burn when I'm cleaning the house, you know, mm-hmm. sage and all kind of things. And I mean, and it just really helps make whatever I'm doing into more of a spiritual practice. Even when I'm going yeah. going to bed, I, I have a diffuser with, with, with lavender and humidifiers. Mm-hmm. And it just it, by making things more so of a of a ritual, it just really allows me to really just be focused in that in that that moment really. So yes. um I definitely can see the benefit of of having a candle that has that reiki energy that reiki energy there um burning. So I'm glad I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it. Do you think you'll do some um some books some books too? You think you're gonna write? I already have a book that's almost finished, you know. Um oh. so I, have a, I have like a chapter and a half left to write and then I'll be done with that. Yeah. Um, so we working. All we right. are working over here. Yeah, I see <laughs> you are working. Yes. Joshua Warren will be the author as well. Okay. All right. Is it what is it about? It's about the chakras, actually. So, giving you a little bit okay. of uh, a little bit more in depth um, uh, information about the chakras, what they mean, what each of them mm. um, means, um, and how you can recognize if they're weak or if they are um, overactive, um, so that you can start to witness the signs for yourself. Um, it's really a, a tool for you to begin the self reflection process if you're not really used to Mm -hmm. self-reflecting which i recognize that a lot of us kind of avoid that that process but that's the main factor that's necessary in order for you to navigate through life is to be able to self-reflect if you're unable Mm. to self-reflect then how are you gonna learn the lessons that need to be learned so you can make the changes that need to be made so you can get different results 
you know like so um, it's a little bit yeah. of information about the chakras and how to start to balance those out for yourself um and then um you know kind of create your, the life that you want from those from that yeah i'm glad you touched on that because i was thinking when you were talking about the the chakras and how you're able to pick up on blockages um through your own gifts and i was thinking that i was like i'm sure there is a way too that even um as we having these these chakras, there are things that are going on within the body that we could be able to pick up on, too. And so I'm glad that you are empowering people to be able to feel it within themselves and know, yeah. you know, where where those those blockages are and give them tips on how to to work through it. So, I, yeah, that's that's amazing. I'm glad that, that, that you are doing that. Um, I saw on your Twitter that you that I guess you your market tends to be millennials and gen gen xers and lgbtq i mm-hmm. people okay cool yep. cool all right <laughs> all right all right so that's exciting so do you have any other or any projects or events coming up that um you want us to know about so i just um this past weekend did um, a meditation class it was like a community meditation class just kind of teaching the background of meditation um okay. and what its uses are um the benefits of actually starting that that journey um mm-hmm. into um learning meditation and practicing it regularly um uh, so I, I did that on this past saturday and that can be found on my facebook page um which is okay. the dream incentive as well okay um so that I recorded that, but I am getting ready to launch my new program, which is called the Jumpstart Program. It's a 12-week course um, that will get you kind of jump-started onto your new vision for your life. Um, so oh, nice. we're going to start at the ground level, and we're going to build everything out to completion. You know, So jumping in, getting a clear idea of what you want your vision of life to be kind of understanding what things are getting in the way of that vision um, and setting you up with some skills and processes that'll help you to identify some of those barriers and, and start to address them, then create a plan of action that is going to help you navigate through the process um, and then, you know, start to execute. And, and like I said, I'm going to support you every step of the way. And so it's a 12 week nice. program. I'll be launching that here soon. And um, I'm really excited about it. I'm really ready to get this work. All right. So launching that at soon. That's going to be um, o- online or just for people in Chicago? We can do it online. It can be in person um, for mm-hmm. the people that are in the area. Um, uh, listen, if you want to fly me out, I can do that too. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 get to work. You know, it just kind of depends okay. on what it is that you're looking to do. Um, if there's a project that you're working on and you want to just kind of buckle down and get some pieces done, um, this program is perfect for that. If you're looking to make a big transition, like you're looking to transition um, within your career, or if you're trying to like transition from out of one circle into a different circle like it's perfect for all of those different things so it's going to jump start you from one life into a whole different life you know oh. so it just all depends on what your vision of your your dream life is going to be and then we can help build that out kind of like i said address any areas uh that need to be improved or need to be worked on um and start really executing because that's okay. what's most important is that execution factor 
Right. So it's a 12 week jump start. Is it like a a workshop that everyone's like it's going to start at at one time for everybody or a 12? OK, so you can actually do your own individual 12 week workshop right. with 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 you either as one on one or if you have a mm -hmm. team, they can put they can bring bring you on just to do that 12 week jump start. That's, oh, that's good. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That that is good. All right. So and we're yeah. going to be looking out for that on the on the the Facebook page or on the or website. You're just, just following mm -hmm. the website Dream the Incentive website. to mm -hmm. find out when that is going to be available. Yes, nice, nice. So do you have like one one set price for this or do you price based on people or whatnot? It's one, it's one set price. Um, this is something mm -hmm. that I've given a lot of time and energy to. I put myself through the 12 week right. program. Um, and, and so mm. it's my high ticket price, uh, uh, my high yeah. ticket offer. Um, so it it you can pay it in one lump sum or if you want to break it down into um, the you know, one payment a month, we can do that as well. Um, but it's for the people who are really ready to hit that transformation. You know, they're ready to make that transition. They're tired of doing the same old same and getting the same results. They're really ready to manifest something new. Um, it's for those, those go-getters mm -hmm. that are tired of talking, you know, and ready to do some walking. Mm. Um, so if you ain't ready, All right. it ain't for you, you know. This ain't this ain't for you. This ain't for this you. Ain't mm -hmm. for, you. It's for the people that All are right. ready. Mm -hmm. All right. So we have the twelve week jump start coming. Anything else coming up that we should know about? Um, that is it for now. Other than that, just my podcast. You know. Um, oh yeah. I've been doing my podcast for I think the past three years now. Um, before I was doing um a podcast with two of my friends called the Woken Broke Woken Broke Podcast. Yeah. Um, but I'm starting a new. Um, a new way of doing my podcast. It's called Inversation Podcast. Mm. Um, and it's where we are telling our stories our way. And so I really want to start incorporating more um, guests. Like I said, I was using it as an avenue for me to get comfortable with my own voice and trusting yes. my own voice. But now I want to hear everybody else's voices as well. You know, so I want listeners to chime in. I want to have guests on, um, other coaches to come on and, and talk about their journeys and, you know, kind of the things that they have gone through in life and how they've used those things, those lessons to um, make changes that needed to happen, you know, and, and so sharing those different stories so that we as a community can really start to look at our own lives and discover the things that would be a better fit for us to, to start to make those transformations, you know, so um, I'm really excited about this new direction that I'm going in. Um, mm -hmm. So I've been talking to everybody about it and, and, and just ready to blaze that new trail. All right. The Inversation Podcast. So is, it hasn't launched yet. It no, is, it's launched. It's, oh, it's launched. launched already. Yeah. Okay, Inversation yep, is yep. on I all. I just recorded an episode today, um, okay. so I got to go ahead and edit it. <laughs> I, I know yep, that thing. One day, one day, we're going to have our own own editors. We can just record it and go. Um, yes, <laughs> speaking that Lord. into it. Speaking that. Yes, Lord. <laughs> so check out the Inversation Podcast on all platforms, right? All platforms. All, all plat platforms. We'll definitely be following that. Okay, we got that going on the twelve week. Anything else going on? That sounds like that. That's that's a lot in itself. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a okay, lot. That's a lot. And, and, 
<laughs> yes. And I definitely share that with you about getting comfortable with your own voice. Um, I'm also a co-host of Threesome Podcast. I told you that as well. And um, and that's how I started. That's why I, I started, because I wanted mm-hmm. to get my get comfortable with hearing my own voice and speaking and that. And um and then transition into making my own podcast, but I still am a part of threesome. And um, so, yeah, and I think it's just, it's, it's amazing. Um, and, and it's a funny that, you know, with as life coaches, we are coaching ourselves through this yeah. thing. You know what I'm saying? Don't ever yeah. think that. And, and you, what's you that? You can't trust nobody who haven't gone through the experience. You That's can't. true. That's true. Listen, like it, it's just like the people who um, go to school and then think that they can just jump in right into the thing without having done any of the actual work. You're mm-hmm. gonna be overwhelmed. You're gonna be overloaded. You ain't gonna know what to do. You know what Say I'm saying? That. You have to have that experience. So experience is the best teacher, not words. It is. It you is. Know? It is. And you and you said it best even earlier on when you made it clear. You know, as a coach, you're not here to tell people what what to do. You know, you're not here for it for that because we all are the experts of our own life. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, is that, yes, there are hindrances. There are um, programming and attachments and things that sometimes we can't even see ourselves that 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 are blocking us and preventing us from manifesting the life that we desire for ourselves. And that's when you need a coach like like yourself to be able to help people identify what those those blockages are. And just how you you mentioned about learning the difference between your voice and the voice of God, mm-hmm. um, your the voice of your trigger, the voice of your trauma, and being able to identify when those voices are are talking and knowing like, ooh, you know, I know where that voice is, you yeah. know, you know. And so it's, it's you know, very, very in, important. So we'll be looking out on the dreamincentive.org.com. I don't know why I want to make, want to make it .org, but the dreamincentive.com. They are a company. Um, and and um, also on Facebook, there's a Facebook page there. Um, social media, You you're, are you there? Instagram, Twitter? I am, those? I am. Mm-hmm. So you can follow me um, on um, most all platforms, coach underscore Warren zero six. You can also follow me at the dream incentive on Instagram. You can follow me at the dream incent on Twitter. Um, cause you know, they have that character count. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> coach underscore Warren zero six everywhere. And then the dream incentive on IG and the dream incent on Twitter. Great. Great. We'll definitely go out there and follow you and be on the lookout for all the amazing things that are coming out of, of you. I'm just glad that you have just opened yourself up to, to God to mm-hmm. allow him to use you the way that you are being used, man. I mean, yeah. there's definitely a need for it. There is definitely a need. I'm glad that you are there to fulfill that need. Thank you for being willing to even come on this podcast. Um, I saw you on on Twitter and I was like, and I was even hesitant to even reach out to ask, like, you know, would you like to come on? You know, I'm glad you did. I'm, I'm glad, glad I did too. I've been waiting for too. like this type of thing. <laughs> this connection. So. Well, hey, the best is yet is yet to to come, and I am happy to use this this medium. I'm happy to use threesome podcasts and any other medium that I might might have to be able to 
bring you some just not really exposure, but just to let people know that this resource is available. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot out out there. There's a lot of things that promote negativity in this mm-hmm. world. And not saying I don't like a little gossip myself, but there is everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you need a little tea every once in a while. But, you know, <laughs> but you can't. But you got to figure, you know, we are mind, soul and, and body. And we need to have make sure that we are also highlighting mental health. And we are also not forgetting why we are here. Yes. That's the biggest thing, not forgetting why. So it's so yeah. So thank you again for doing this. Um, um yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, I'll be editing this one and, and posting out as soon as I can too. So again, thank you. Any last last words before we wrap it up? Um, listen to your heart. Listen to your heart, trust yourself and trust that inner voice that is telling you to go get it. Go get mm-hmm. it, because you wouldn't be hearing that. You wouldn't be here right now if you weren't supposed to go and do it. That's so right. Don't talk yourself out of it. Just go and get it done. Unless that voice is telling you to go slap Chris Rock in the face. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> all right. Thank, thank you all for, for listening. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks, Josh. All right. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye.